Hello everybody, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode. And I have a relevant topic this week, relevant to my life personally, uh, because I am going on a vacation this weekend. Um, Well, I leave this weekend, but I'm going to be gone for a whole week. Um, I'm going to Texas to visit my brother and my dad lives there and my grandma lives there. So they all live there uh, right outside of San Antonio, Texas. So I'm in California. So it's a little bit of a jaunt. I think we have like a, a four hour plane ride and we have a long layover um, in the Phoenix. I think it's like a three hour layover. So Saturday is going to be a long travel day. I'm taking my daughter with me. So it's just she and I going. And uh, for those of you who don't know, my daughter's 14. Um, She's also autistic and she also has ADHD. So we are just a couple of neurodivergent travelers embarking uh, on an adventure together. Uh, It's always interesting traveling with my daughter because she is very um, particular about what she needs and likes and wants. And so am I, but as her mom, uh, you know, when you're the parent, you kind of have to uh, make efforts to accommodate your children as much as possible, which is one of the hard parts of being uh, an autistic parent with also an autistic child is like, it's hard accommodating for other people's needs, at least for me. Uh, This is just my experience, of course, but like it sometimes is hard for me to accommodate, to like sacrifice my own needs to accommodate for someone else's needs if theirs don't align with mine. Uh, And you have to do that a lot as a parent. Uh, So uh, I'm I'm okay at it. I really, I try. (laughs) I try my best. Um, But anyway, that's not what this podcast episode is about. Uh, It's, well, it is. I mean, it's about traveling. Um as an autistic person. And, you know, I think I did an episode a while ago about like getting ready to go on a trip and how much effort it takes me to like (laughs) research all of the things and book the hotels and I map everything out like, oh, where's the hotel and you know, what restaurants are around there and where are we going to eat? You know, I like make a whole game plan. So that episode exists somewhere. Uh, But this one is more about like, what happens when you're on the vacation? What happens when you get to the destination? Uh, I was thinking about this because I had therapy yesterday and I was talking to my therapist about how I do get really stressed out before going out of town. And I realized while like talking it over with her that the level of stress that I feel regarding vacations really depends on several different factors but the most important factor I think is uh, who I'm traveling with and how how well I know those people and how much flexibility I feel like I'm going to have so for instance uh, Gray and I are going to England in June, we're traveling uh, over, we're, we're hopping over the pond. I've never been overseas, so I've only been to, um, you know, other countries in North America like Canada and uh, 
Mexico, but I have not ever been overseas. So it's going to be a really fun, uh, adventure. I, I hope, I don't know. I'm hoping I've never gone that far. Like I've never traveled that far. I'm thinking it'll be okay. Um, but I was kind of comparing how I'm feeling about that trip as opposed to how I'm feeling about this trip that's coming up this weekend, where this weekend I'm traveling to see family. Uh, there's going to be a lot of us there. So my mom, who lives in Washington state, uh, she's flying down there today. So she's already going to be in Texas when my daughter and I arrive. So it's going to be me and my daughter, and then it's going to be my mom, and then it's going to be my brother and my brother's partner, um, and my nephew, and then my dad also lives down there. My dad's new partner. I've never met my brother's partner or my dad's partner. Um, my dad and my brother both have female partners, just so you know. Like sometimes I say the word partner and I feel like it makes it like automatically make, would make some people assume that like my brother and my dad have same sex partners. I don't know why, because usually people say girlfriend, but I have a weird aversion to the word girlfriend and boyfriend when used for people who are adults. I don't know why, like, it just seems weird to say my dad has a girlfriend when she's not a girl, she's a woman. <laughs> uh, it just seems like a very, like, juvenile term to me. So anyway, my brother's partner and my dad's partner, who I've never met either of them, um, I've just talked to them, like, briefly on the phone, so new people, <laughs> um, and my grandma. So that's a lot of people. That's, that's a good-sized group. Uh, and... Mm, that makes it harder for me. So when Gray and I go to London, or to England, rather, I should say, we're not just going to stay in London, but um, it's just Gray and I. So even though in both instances, I'm going to be with family, because Gray is my family, and like this other group of people I'm going to be with this coming week is also family, uh, the size of the group definitely matters when you're traveling. And also, I guess, okay, so before I move on, the size of the group matters because the more people that are there, the more sort of like flexible everyone has to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. the more personalities are happening. I'm sorry, of course my dog is barking. She's been quiet all morning. I swear she knows when I'm recording a podcast and she wants to start barking. It's insane. Um, anyway, you know, when there's a bigger group, there's, you know, a lot of different opinions or things that people want to do, whatever. I just feel like you have to be more flexible. The more people that there are, the more flexibility needs to happen. And like, also, you know, even though these people are my family, I don't see them very often. Um, I'm super comfortable with my mom. Um, I'm comfortable with Danica. Of course, she's my kid. Uh, but the rest of these people, like, I don't see that often. So um, that has me worried because, you know, when I'm traveling alone with someone who I'm comfortable with, as in the trip that's coming up with Gray and I, I know that I can sort of, um, I can be myself and I can really advocate for what I need with Gray. And I mean, to the point, I mean, Gray knows me really well now to the point where I often don't need to do that. They just kind of know how I am. And thankfully, Gray is a very 
go with the flow laid back person and so they just sort of are like yeah they let me take the reins they let me make the plans um and that that works out really well for me but you know when you're working with a group of people uh you don't always have all those liberties uh also there's a lot of like uh social interaction expectations and when there's a lot of people it's you know we're all staying another thing is that um accommodations can make a difference because you know if you are you know with people during the day but then you have a hotel room to go back to it like in the evening time you know you have time to decompress but the way it's working this time is we're all sharing an airbnb um not all of us my dad and his partner and my grandma won't be there but it'll be me and my mom and my daughter and then my nephew and my brother and his partner so um there will be, how many people is that? Six. Uh, six people in the Airbnb, which is, you know, not a ton, but um, we're all there together 24 hours uh, for a whole week. So that kind of, that kind of changes things too. And, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine, um, but it just, it makes me a little more anxious going in because... Uh, I get, I just get worried about the little, the, the little details of, of things sometimes, uh, mostly, I guess, to be more specific, um, when I travel, I like to keep little pieces of my routine in place if I can, and I get worried about not being able to really do that or fit in the things that I need or want to do. For example, uh, I like to eat the same thing for breakfast every morning. And sometimes when you're traveling with other people, uh, that's not possible or it's not like maybe you get up and someone else is like making breakfast for everyone and you're kind of like uh, you don't want to be like oh I'm actually going to make my own breakfast which is the same thing I'm going to eat every morning you know so it's like because it feels kind of like rude or you know it's just like I don't know I don't know if that's an okay thing to do uh so there's those types of things where like I really I like to do you know get my yoga in and I'm like am I gonna have time to like set aside 30 to 45 minutes a day for for yoga I don't know um I like to keep that part of my routine steady though like and also like it's hard traveling in general no matter what the situation is when you get there because you are out of your element and you are out of your routine I mean there's no way to really keep your daily routine totally consistent when you're on vacation which is a part of the good thing about going on vacation and part of the bad thing about going on vacation like for me I do I like to travel and I really like the adventure of going somewhere new and seeing new things and having new experiences and all of that Um, but it's coupled with sort of this (laughs) uh, generalized anxiety about you know not not having your routine and not having your comforts of home. Um, Those are things that are just kind of tricky to, to keep fully in place when you're traveling. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be fine. And 
I feel like once I get there, I will kind of be able to to settle in and settle in and, and adapt as, as best as possible. Um, my family, I think, knows about my diagnosis. I mean, I know my mom does and my daughter does, but... And I'm pretty sure my brother and his partner do because I think that they saw some of the stuff that I was posting about it um, on Instagram. Uh, but I'm not sure if my dad knows or his partner or my grandma. And I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing that'll even come up. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I do know that I am a lot more comfortable around people who who are aware. And because I I feel like if people know that I'm autistic it's it makes me feel more comfortable in like I guess it just makes me more comfortable being around those people because I feel like if they're in on it it can (laughs) I don't know now that I'm trying to articulate why that makes me feel more comfortable I guess I maybe I don't know why that's a feeling that I have. Maybe I feel like they'll be more understanding if something happens. Like if I'm acting a certain way or like uh really pushing for a particular preference or you know, I think maybe if people know I'm autistic, they might be like they might attribute it to that and maybe give me a little bit more or if I say something that maybe comes off wrong, you know, they might give me a little bit more grace. Because <laughs> um, I know I give myself a lot more grace since I found out I was autistic, you know. I, sometimes I'll be like, oh gosh, well that was awkward, but I'm autistic, it's fine. Um, that was just the tism coming out there in that moment. And it's fine. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Traveling. It's, there. there's good and there's bad with it. Um, my brother's partner does want to talk tomorrow and sort of plan out the week, which I really appreciate that she's wanting to do that. Cause I'm like, Oh, planning out the week will be, uh, very soothing to my brain and probably not plan it like minute by minute, like how I try and do when I'm going on my own vacation, <laughs> like by myself or with just like gray. Um, but having a general structure of like how things are going to go, like, oh, maybe on this day we'll do this and on this day we'll do this, will really put my mind at ease because I feel like I can um, sort of predict if I'm going to have time to sort of pepper in those parts of my routine that I want to keep uh, steady. And, you know, I already mentioned this, but being away from home is really hard as an autistic person. I don't know if you guys feel this too. Um Oh God, I'm so sorry about my dog. I do not know why she does this. <laughs> There's literally nothing to bark at right now. And she has her mean bark on too. You guys hear that? It's her deep, it's her deep uh, guard dog bark. Uh, I'm just going to talk through it. Apologies. Um, but yeah, leaving your home as an autistic person for an extended period of time is very daunting it can be very um 
anxiety inducing just to think about and I do get that uh, I do get that we only I only booked our trip for nine days in when we go over to London because I couldn't imagine being gone longer than that um originally Gray was like we should go for two weeks and I was like two weeks and we do we could we have the freedom right now to do that which is amazing not everyone has that type of freedom to go somewhere for two weeks uh, but be the thought, not the, the thought of being in England slash Europe for two weeks. Cause if we would have went for two weeks, we would have like went all over the place. Um, that's not the part that stressed me out. The part that stressed me out is that we wouldn't be home for two weeks. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get homesick. Uh, and this was a thing that happened to me very often as a child when I would go to other people's houses like for sleepovers and stuff I would get really homesick and I would call home and I would want my parents to come pick me up um not when I started getting older and staying at like a teenager and I would stay the night with like my best friend and like I really knew her family though and her parents and her house and stuff so that was more comfortable for me but like random sleepovers you know when you're growing up I would always get so homesick and now looking back I'm like Mm. that makes sense because I really do I have always been the person who who really likes the comforts and the predictabilities of my own home you know I know what's in the fridge I can make my own meals I can adjust the thermostat I can you know the the bedding is how I want it to be like everything you know is set up for my comfort whereas when you're on vacation those are all variables you know so I ended up only booking our trip overseas for nine days now I'm kind of regretted I'm like I wish I I would have you know booked it for like a day or two longer even but I think this is a good jumping off point because it also stresses me out that we're gonna be really far away from home whereas if you're just traveling within the U.S. It's more, it's a little more comfortable to me because you're closer to home and you could get home pretty quick if you really like needed to or wanted to. Although that's never happened to me where I've been like, I have to get home now. And like I traveled home before my vacation was over. Um, But you could, but if you're coming from England, like that's really far. You can't just hop on a plane and be like, I'm coming home now and takes 10 hours to fly. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, so being away from home is is real hard. That's probably the hardest part. Oh my gosh. Also, when we go to England, we're having a house sitter come stay because we do have our two dogs and we also have our pigs. And to board our dogs is super expensive. I don't know how it's so expensive to board pets. I need to open a pet boarding business apparently because holy moly, I called to be like, oh, how much would it be to board our dogs? And it's insane. It's like thousands of dollars for a nine day stay. And I'm like, for two dogs, two big dogs. And I'm like, no, no thanks. Uh, I don't know if it was thousands. It was over a thousand dollars. And uh, so I ended up passing on that. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a house sitter. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty good friend of mine and she's house sat for people before. She's actually house sitting for another friend of ours right now, uh, while she's overseas. And that's how I got the idea to ask her. But, um, it's hard for me when I know that someone else is in my house. 
uh, I, we've had house sitters before and they've always been wonderful. Um, and it's, you know, it's nothing to do with them at all. It's just like my autistic weirdness is like very protective of my space. And, uh, it's weird. It's weird for me to think that someone is like living in my house when I'm not in it. That's why I, when people tell me that they like Airbnb their house out when, I've known people that are like, oh yeah, I work out of town a lot. So like when I'm out of town, the weeks that I'm out of town, I'll Airbnb my house out, which I'm like, that's amazing. Like good way to make extra money. I wish I could do that, but no, I can't. That would stress me out so much having strangers in my house when I'm gone. No, thank you. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, that's another layer. This time Gray is staying home. Gray's not going to Texas with us. So Gray will be here with the with the animal friends and stuff. So that's fine. Uh but yeah, part of the part of the stress of taking a vacation uh is having to find like a house sitter and have somebody come stay in your house and yeah, yikes, that really freaks me out. So yeah, traveling. You know, it's it's fun, but it's weird. It's great, but it's hard. Uh, I, I don't know if I even want to get into all the little other inter- intricate parts of traveling. Maybe I'll do another episode on on the different uh, things that can come into play while, while you're traveling. I feel like there's a lot to talk to on, uh, talk about on this topic. Uh, but as of now, what's on my mind is just sort of like the the differences of traveling. Uh, either by yourself or with someone you're super comfortable with, uh, as opposed to maybe like a group of people or people who you're not, you know, as acquainted with. Uh, there are a lot of people who take like trips. My mother-in-law does this a lot where she'll take a trip overseas and she'll do like one of those group trips where you're like with a, um, what's it called? Like a tour, like a tour group. And you're with them for the whole time. The thing I like about that is it's all scheduled out. So you like know what day you're going to be where and what time and to show up and all of those things. But I'm like, God, you're with a gigantic group of people that you don't know. And, uh, ooh, yeah, to me, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one, though. Because when then when I really think about it, I'm like, the structure of that sounds great. But being with the strangers part is what doesn't seem great because I think like well what if I need a time out or what if I have a moment where I get like overwhelmed uh or what if I have a really strong uh <laughs> aversion to one of the people you know sometimes the you know that can make a a tolerable sp- situation intolerable you know there can be like those little nuances of it's like oh what if someone in the group is really annoying I'm usually a pretty tolerant person when it comes to stuff like that but uh you never know so anyway uh we fly out on Saturday and we'll come back the next Saturday and uh I'm sure we'll have fun I'm excited to go and I'm excited to see everyone I haven't seen uh, my brother in a few years since before COVID, I think 29 fall of 2019, I saw him. Um, and 
I don't even remember when I saw my dad. I think it was like 2017 or something. So it's been a little while since I saw him too. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. I'm going to try my best to the, to go with the flow and yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Even saying that I'm like, mm. but, uh, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm sure. I'll, I'll fill you guys in when I get back. How about that? And, uh, yeah, but that's all for now. Yeah, I'm going to end it there. Um, so a little side note, uh, I did have apparel for sale. I finally made t-shirts, but then, uh, the campaign ended. And so we got, I got some orders, but like, I'm thinking about reworking things a little bit so that I can have them like for sale all the time. I'm going to republish that actually. Uh, yeah, if you want a t-shirt, I'm going to work on getting that going again because for some reason, okay, yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. There are t-shirts, but there aren't. You can have one, but maybe you can't. I don't know how to explain this right now. I'm just going to say t-shirts exist. They're either available for sale now or they will be soon in the future. <laughs> uh, additionally, if you want to have access to more content, you can always join the Patreon. It's $5 a month. It gets you access to the Discord where we all, all the members, all the Patreons get on and sort of just like discuss things related to autism and neurodivergence and become friends. And it's been really fun. And you also get two bonus episodes a month with that subscription. So yeah, that's that. If you want to follow on Instagram, I will also put the link to that in the show notes. I'll put everything in the show notes for you guys as usual. And yeah, wish me luck on my trip. Oh, I didn't even talk about flying in the airplane. Oh, I'll have to save that for another episode. Why is air travel the most stressful? Airplanes are not made for autistics, I don't think. At least not my brand. Does anyone out there like flying in airplanes? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, really, for real, gonna end it now. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.